Welcome to Tuesday. It is the last day of February 2023. I think a lot of people are happy to see February go bye-bye. Your podcast brought to you today by Cowboy State Daily. Check them out on their Facebook page or CowboyStateDaily.com. Also being brought to you by YDOT. Well, there's more of the same coming. Today is going to be kind of deja vu. Yesterday's weather will kind of repeat today with generally sunny, partly cloudy conditions on the plains, mountain snow showers, and there will be wind picking up again along sections of I-25, I-70, I-40, I-80, as we see this California storminess kind of come off in pieces. And that'll bring more mountain snow. Basically, mountain snow showers today, windy on the plains and still mild. It will be colder most areas Wednesday, Thursday with mountain snow. Scattered snow showers on the plains. Nothing east of the divide that really looks like a lot, but there will be some areas that pick up a little bit of snow. The pattern remains this weekend into next week very active. So there's more west coast storminess. This will continue to favor the mountains. It's mountains and areas along and west of the divide that will be catching this Pacific moisture. Getting moisture east of the divide at least here through the weekend, still gonna be a little bit tricky, but we'll continue to see more snow on the ski slopes and building in those snowpack areas. And really in the long term, the models are in chaos, which is not unusual as we get into March, as we start to wanna change seasons, but we'll show you why you don't trust your 10 day forecast on your smartphone here in a moment. If you've been thinking February was a cold month in the West, you are correct. This is the temperature anomaly from the 1st of February up through today, up through late last night. And anywhere you see blue, temperatures have averaged below the 30-year normal. White means average, the orange and yellow means at or above average. So a chilly February across the West. If you were to go all the way back to the middle parts of October, it looks like this. So for the winter season, this is the temperature anomaly looking at the winter as a whole. So if you've been wondering why you've been running your furnace more often this winter, well, now you know why. Still getting some great snowdrift pictures in. That's not only a snowdrift, that is a perfect perch. Thanks, Linda, for sending that in. And some of you did get to see the Aurora Borealis overnight Sunday into early Monday morning. A lot of you had to suffer through 60, 70 mile per hour winds to see the Aurora. Unfortunately, it looked like it was going to maybe show up last night, but it didn't look like it really showed up last night as the coronal mass ejection was off-timed a little bit. But with a very active sun going through its new solar cycle, there's going to be more opportunities later. Satellite image this morning looks a little disorganized, and if you think it does look organized, it's because it is. We've got a broad area of low pressure here just off the northwest coast of Washington State, but you can see areas of moisture right here. So this moisture heading into the central Rockies is gonna end up the producing snow in far western Wyoming, eastern Idaho, Wasatch front of Utah, and then later on into the Rockies of Colorado and Wyoming. Then we're gonna end up seeing a little bit of snow developing out here across parts of the Dakotas as that Pacific moisture overruns colder air on the ground. There it is, there's that disorganized area of low pressure in the Pacific Northwest. By Thursday morning, Notice it kind of dive bombs, but it also splits. The trough splits in the two areas of low pressure. And when you split a trough like this, what you're gonna do is you're gonna remove a lot of the potential energy for areas east of the divide to get anything significant. So again, this will be another snow event 
and rain event for southern Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, southwest Colorado's mountains will be getting more snow. And we continue to see that semi-permanent area of high pressure there in the eastern Pacific. So the high country, you skiers and snowmobilers, you'll just get to be playing in more snow. Wind is going to be a factor. These are the wind gusts between now and tomorrow morning. So it's going to be windy throughout the area. Now these winds by our standards aren't awful, but you can see pretty windy across the interior west in this pattern. If we were to look at the precipitation, this takes us through the next three days. This takes us through, let's say late Thursday. You can see the precipitation again spreading along the west coast. And as we showed you yesterday, there's a real delineation for most of the precipitation to be along and west of this line here, west of the divide. However, there is going to be an area of snow in southeastern Colorado and southwestern Kansas. They need the precipitation. Well, they're going to get a little more right there. And then there's that moisture we showed you up into the Dakotas, into this area here in that overrunning. But in the Chinook zone, we call it, along and east of the mountains, it's just going to be a struggle. Yes, there'll be snow showers, as you can see, but it's going to be mainly southeast Colorado in this area here that gets the most precipitation while the snows continue to pile up in the Sierra Nevada. And there's your snowfall totals through Friday morning. Very impressive in the mountains once again. As we get into the weekend, so this is for Sunday, we have another low settle in where the current one is. So basically the pattern's repeating. This is gonna slide in the Pacific Northwest, bringing a colder moist air mass to the Northern and Central Rockies, the Pacific Northwest by the weekend. What that means is more snow in the mountains and more snow west of the divide but not much east of the divide through the weekend. But this is where it gets a little chaotic. So when we go out to 10 days, trying to push the envelope a little bit to kind of give you a, a flavor of the long range forecast, this is very chaotic. We've got a basically a closed area of high pressure over Alaska. Look at all these lows surrounded here, the L's by the green here. We've got a lot of upper level lows spread out in areas to our north with a low digging towards the Four Corners area by Friday, March 10th or so. This is a very chaotic pattern. There's a, there's a lot of moving parts here. This is the European model. The European model is suggestive that around that 10th and 11th of March, there may be on the plains a better opportunity for a, a bigger snow event, while the Pacific Northwest and the Northern Rockies and areas west of the divide continue to get snow. So this is the European model, but if you compare the GFS or the American model for the same time, <laughs> there's a little bit of difference, isn't there? Uh, the high over Alaska is not even there. It's over here. We have a very chaotic pattern with lots of lows. What this means is, is that the majority of the weather forecasts that give you a seven, the 10 day forecast on your smartphone, a lot of websites is gonna be based on what I'm showing you right here. Is that a possibility? Maybe, probably not. The European model, is that a possibility? Maybe, probably not. The truth is gonna be somewhere probably different as both models are having problems. The moral of the story here in the weather forecasting business and you as a consumer of weather forecast is do not pay attention at all to really anything past this weekend for planning purposes. We're just not in that realm here of any reliability past five days, so stay tuned. We'll see you Wednesday. Have a good Tuesday.